we go. Call Looking Show. We're back. Another episode. Episode 13. 13. Lucky number 13. Hopefully. Big movements. Well, this is Friday, and it's Friday the 13th episode. So this They, they be... won't be hearing this on Friday. It's not Friday for them. Right. But, but for us, it's might Friday. be our worst episode ever, just, yeah. by, just by those numbers. Yeah. I would turn it off. I, would, I wouldn't. I would keep listening oh. because it's only going uphill from here. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Cold start, but hot finish. That's okay. All about. We got a voicemail. We We're did. starting off with voicemails. Please go. Good evening, card-looking crew. This is Colin from Woodbridge. I want to hear your opinions about the New York Yankees. They're not in a so good spot, and the season has a month left. Do you guys think the Yankees can make playoff contention without Aaron Judge? He's got a fractured right wrist. Without Didi Gregorius, CC Sabathia, and Jordan Montgomery, they are six and four of their last ten. What are your thoughts on their playoff strides? They are second place of the AL East. I think about 11 games behind the Red Sox. Your thoughts on them passing the wild card and making it to the playoffs? All right, Colin, thank you for the voicemail. First of all, since that voicemail was sent to us, there's been another injury where all this Chapman went down as well. Yes. So not only is this concerned Yankee fan just really in the dumbest about the playoff odds, games, now it's even worse with Chapman chain, down. Just to be perfectionist, nine and a half back now. Nine and a half, yeah. So, all, Yankees. I'm going to say... First things first, I would not be worried about them making that wild card game. I think that's all but yeah. locked up. I mean, they're the second best team in the major leagues. Yeah, I was gonna say um, injuries aside, I think they still have a decent enough team to just you know play 500 ball and make the playoffs. I mean, uh, anything could happen, but it's a pretty safe bet that they're going to be at least in that wild card game, and I think they can't win that division. So the the thing I would be most concerned with, like he said, was the. The, that wild card game, getting past that is their biggest hurdle right now, aside from injuries, which have just mounted up. But once they get healthy, the, that train could keep rolling right through the playoffs like they did last year. Yeah, if if Luis Severino goes down, it's DEFCON 4. It's over for the Yankees. Four, four is the second least of the threat. Okay. DEFCON 1, one is the, is the worst threat. DEFCON 1 is the worst. <laughs> uh, let's say DEFCON 2 just because maybe okay. Lance Lynn will fart out a complete game or something like that but if Luis Severino goes down and they have to throw somebody like Jay Happ maybe CC who has playoff experience whoever it may be they're in some serious trouble because they are one piece away their ace away who has not been pitching well regardless from losing that wildcard game especially if they're facing the Houston Astros which now we know is a very possible outcome for that wildcard game I'm not worried about the Yankees making the playoffs. That that's crazy talk. Uh, the Mariners suck. I think he means playoffs like past the wild card. I think right. he wants like us that final four. He wants us to think if he'll get into the into the DC DSs. Yeah. Yeah. Will he be watching like real playoff yeah. series? So, I got I got three things. Okay, first of all, if Aaron Judge comes back, I would not be worrying about the offense at all. Right. He'll I think he'll be back for the playoffs. And if he's hitting well, then I wouldn't be worried. The DD injury isn't as, isn't as bad if Judge comes back. Two, um, Chapman injury isn't so bad because they have a good bullpen already. Yeah. Either Robertson or Britton or uh, any who else? Batansis. Batansis can take over like the ninth role. Even, like, and I would expect Chapman to come back as well, Yeah, especially for a wild card game. Yeah. Three, the one problem the Yankees have in a one-game playoff is the fact that they've relied on like mediocre pitching pretty much since Severino's been bad. Right. They Severino was the race, but he isn't fully there yet. So if they that is their one thing. If they go up against a team... That's either A, Seattle with Paxton, B, the A's with 
no ace, but have been great all year. Yeah. And then or see the Astros with Verlander. Yeah. Then um then that's going to be their main problem. I do think that they they do make it though, despite yeah. all that. Yeah. Severino probably. He didn't pitch well in last year's wild card game against the Twins. Yeah, and they and he, pulled it off. Yeah, they pulled it off. Yeah, worst case scenario for the Yankees, they have to face the Astros. That's the worst team they could face because that's the team that, regardless of last year, doesn't. I'm not counting last year be, for this reason, but they're going to have the most trouble beating the Astros because the Astros are going to outpitch them, yeah. and the Yankees are depleted on their offense already. Well, I again though the injury concerns I feel like are going to figure themselves out at least a little bit before the playoffs because Garrity's on his way back. You know he can't he's not going to be out for much much longer. I think you could see like a mid September return at the latest. Judge is hopefully going to start swinging soon for them, um, and then Didi his his it was like a bruised heel. It wasn't like yeah. it was he broke a you know a bone so. Those injuries, yeah, they're concerning now, but if you're going to have injuries at any point, you'd rather be now than a month and a half from now when you're looking at possibly a series with the Red Sox. Or yeah, a slight Indians. overreaction of injuries. Like, I think that they'll be okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it's time to hit that panic button because, I mean, they're, they're still treading water now. It's not like they're... They do have 79 wins. Yeah, like it's, it's not as if they're losing, you know, they've lost five in a row or something like that. Like, their last 10 games, what are they, six and four or something like that? Six and four, yeah. Yeah, so... It's not, it's not too concerning yet, because they're they're treading water. Once if the ship starts to sink a little bit, though, that's when I feel like the New York media and that pressure will start to kind of seep into the team. I mean, if they start losing a lot of games like in a row, I would be worried, but they're not. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not much. It's not much to be concerned about. They that wild card game uh, again. It looms over your head, but if you win that. You're any other playoff team. I mean, when it comes down to a wild card game, it's a toss up. Anything can happen. Yeah. Right. I mean, they went down three nothing last year. Yeah. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, one game in baseball is as unpredictable as it comes. Right. So you can't, you know, overreact to, especially right now, what's going to happen in that first week of October. Right. So, um, thanks, Colin, for the question. Yeah. If you want to call the voicemail line, it's two zero three nine three six nine one six five. Leave your questions; we'll answer them on the show. So, um, going from one potential contender um, actually going downhill to another big contender making strides forward, the Cubs and the Nationals made a trade. And the Nationals got a second-base prospect who I believe is in high A. He's not like a huge name for— He's uh, Yes, it's high, high single A. Yeah. It's not a huge name. It'll be three, four years. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. So the Nats also have a second-base prospect in the— uh, they have um, what's his name? Uh, who cares? It's a, yeah, it's not important. no Carter Keboom. That's his name. Yeah. He's very good. Trey yeah. Turner esque guy. Right. So the Nationals make a trade for a guy, a, a lower level prospect right now, and they trade a guy who has an impact right away. And it's Daniel Murphy, who since he got back off the DL is hitting like three forty five. So as as you see it, the Cubs make an upgrade, and the Nationals kind of sell which is something you're thinking well why didn't you do that last month if you're going to do it or why didn't you wait another week yeah they should have they should have waited another week with murphy in their right. lineup this was the most disappointing thing ever i was at i was actually at work with my phone off i come out turn my phone on daniel murphy and i get matt adams to trade it to but that's not really a big one he was batting .091 in august so not a huge deal but the murphy thing is is unbelievably big just because he was the nationals literally the nationals best hitter uh, better hitter than Bryce Harper, 
just like fundamental wise. On he a just, consistent basis. On a consistent basis. He's, uh, he has the highest batting average in the past three years at anybody, which is uh, fucking absurd. I thought they were going to send him back too. Yeah, and, and he loves Washington. He said that he was disappointed to be leaving and he loves Davey Martinez, which I don't know how much of a front that is. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but like he, um, he, I thought he was going to sign back because once you get to that age, he was, they were the only team that offered him a contract after, the, after his free agency. They signed him for a good amount of money too, and he. I thought he would stay forever because he kind of made a home. Like, oh, it was, trust it was his me, destination. I, I remember. Yeah, and I mean, he's, he was at. I think his career three forty five against the Mets. Unbelievable. A lot, a lot of home, more home runs than he normally hits, against the Cubs too. Like he was. Let's talk about what it means for the Cubs because they have a, a stacked infield. I was going to say the the Cubs now. I, I there was a tweet. I think it was from. Um, one of the baseball insiders, and it was just a laundry list of names that could play. There was like nine guys to fill, or eleven guys to fill six spots, and it was right. like every single one of them is a, is a, a a potential everyday player. And so the Cubs have incredible depth, especially in their infield. So he makes up for that loss of of uh, Bryant right now. And he's with, close to starting rehab, though. Right. So that can only help though. When 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 Bryant comes back, that infield is going to be absolutely four all stars. Five, if you consider catcher as an all-star, like uh, if you consider that an infield position as well. Yeah, so, yeah, I do. So it's Contreras behind the plate. Yep. Rizzo at first, then Baez slash Murphy, Murphy slash Hap, or, or is he and, in outfield? And Addison Russell's there too. Like Funk, so Addison shortstop Russell. Russell. Why well, is he playing anymore? He shouldn't be playing anymore. Baez should be playing shortstop. Am I crazy? Well, I think he's going he's, to. He now that Murph since Murphy's been on the Cubs, he's been playing shortstop. Oh, he has. also hasn't been playing. Ever. I thought that Murphy was going to be a platoon guy. But here's the thing about Murphy, too, is that he's, of course, historically a great playoff player. He took the Mets to the World Series in 15, did well for the Nats the past, uh, except last year he did awful until game five. I was at game three, he didn't get a hit. I was so yeah, sad. Right. But he's historically good in the playoffs with the Cub, what the Cubs needed. Yeah. But they also have that guy, David Bodie, who yeah. hit the Grand Slam, playing Should third base. Put that stake Bryant in your heart. comes back. I'm trying to think of what other Zobrist. I mean, yeah, they have Zobrist. I about and Zobrist. They have, but in their outfield, they have Schwarber, they have Almara, they have Hayward, Hap, Hap. Like they're they're um, they are loaded. There are more. There's they're, yeah, there's another there's one. another guy that we're missing. Zobrist in the outfield too. Yeah. So the, again, that just furthers our point. The Cubs make another move to just load up their team, and it's interesting because they just lost Darvish for the season. Yeah, this yeah, that totally makes up for the so, Darvish loss. You lose Darvish and you gain it on offense, which I I know you you can argue that you need more pitching in the playoffs, but when you put up 10 runs, yeah, their pitching's never been a problem. Yeah. I mean, you have Lester, you have now Cole Hamels who oh, veteran oh, yeah. and believable. Cole Hamels is the Verlander of this year. Yeah, he might be. No, he has, doesn't have a loss. He has a sub 1 ERA. Yeah, he, I mean, come on, just throw a complete game last night. That is crazy. Yeah, I mean, in Cole Hamill's renaissance here, because everyone knew his road ERA when he was with Texas was good, but yeah, it was I a two think, nine. It was a two nine. I don't think anyone saw him. We did. I think I said that. We Joe and I were yelling at you that the Yankees should have signed him. Yeah, I, I agree that the I said I, but I said we said he would be good. Trade for him, but I didn't. Jay Happ's been all right. Whatever. Jay Happ's been solid. Let's just get that out of the way. He's been good with the Yankees, so my point is proven. But anyway, the the Cubs now. Do you see them as a like legitimate World Series threat, or or do you think that there's still too much to, for them to overcome? No, they didn't even need Murphy to be a legitimate World Series threat. They were already there. Right. It's not like Murphy's obviously a great pickup. From the bottom of my heart, I love Daniel Murphy and forever will. I'm sure even Kyle will say that too. You know, I really, from, really love Daniel from, Murphy. 
two people that have watched Daniel Murphy play for multiple years, yeah. he's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. If you put him in the middle of your lineup, at the top of your lineup, on the bottom of your lineup, he's batting six for the Nationals this year and just tearing the cover off baseballs. So the Cubs added someone that they didn't even need, but they got that much better. Right. And they were already a contender. I thought they were already going to take the Brewers. I And now the Brewers missed out on Matt Harvey, which <laughs> no, may be a big deal, but later. probably definitely not a big deal. Probably Anyways, not even missed out. The the, Cub, the Cubs are in a really, really good position to win some baseball games in the playoffs. Now. I think they have the two sweetest swings at second base now in the league. They got Baez from the right side, who's got the easily just the most fun-to-watch swing in the league. He had a 480-foot home run. Yeah, last night. That was so awesome. sick. Awesome. And then Murphy from the left side, the just most complete swing and then, easily. But they And they have other guys like... We went over it. Yeah. There's just it, that lineup is haunting. It might be they're in contention for that best lineup. They're definitely better than the Dodgers lineup now. Oh yeah, and... it surpassed it. I think so. I think they're better than the Dodgers lineup. The, Turner, the Astros lineup. Turner, Machado, Dozier, Muncie, and Grandall is not that bad. Puig, Puig. yeah, but I'm talking just infield. Right. Oh, I've said this all year. Don't don't give up on the Dodgers, man. They're a couple games out. That's fine. I've, I've... They will be there. I promise you that. I've been out on the Dodgers, even though I said they were the deadline winner, which I think they were, but th- I've been out on the Dodgers since that first, when they were 10 games under 500. I don't think they have it this year. I just that Whatever it is, they don't have it. By the way, Addison Russell just won in the DL. Oh. Murphy's leading off. Yeah, yeah. So, Which I think is crazy. He's very slow. Never, yeah, ever can, seen that happen. They, I mean, Carlos I think Santana let off. He's a, but he's an RBI guy. They had Rizzo leading off. I think you that's know, so dumb. Just watching Murphy for so long, he doesn't lead off. Joe Madden. Joe Madden does stupid no, but, things. And they no, work. he doesn't do stupid things. He like Rizzo is a viable leadoff hitter because that's just, he gets on base. Murphy isn't like a oh, guy who walks all the time. Right, he's a swinger. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, guess, I just I don't know. That's tough. It, it's Dale Murphy. It, can you get a better player than him? Like at this juncture in the season? No, especially because no. he's a cheap rental, four million. I'm also yeah. beginning to hate the waiver deadline because you feel like the trade deadline means something. Means something, and it you're doesn't. like, oh my god, it's over. I survived, and then DeGrom two weeks traded. later, yeah. boom! You're, you're that, what are the over. specific rules between wait? Like, can you place anyone on waivers? Yeah. Yes, anyone. Bryce and Harper was on waivers. I know yeah. that. And a team claimed Bryce Harper. Team claimed Murphy. Obviously, they didn't work out because you still have to agree to a trade after that. You're 48 hours. You have 48 but anyone hours. can claim, and does that mean the team well, it has goes in, to? It goes in reverse order of standings. So okay. that's how you put the claim on. So every National League team, like every National League contender, went before any American League contender. Right. So that, How amazing would it be if the Royals just cashed the fuck out uh, one year? Like, yeah. they just went crazy, yeah. signed Harper yeah. and everybody. They, they put a claim on Harper just to, like, cock block the Indians. I mean, if you're the Kansas City management, are you thinking about Machado and Harper right now? Yeah, Why you're, not? Like, you're like, we got to put bids. Listen, here's my thought. I think that every big player would go to Oakland if they had a better stadium. Oh, I agree. Dude, the, the Co stadium is the worst stadium in the world. Yeah, it's horrible. And the Trop is a sad. close second. No, no, close second. They changed the name. It's Ricky Henderson Field now. You're shitting me. Yeah, it's Ricky Henderson Field. It's changed Field. so many times. It's just a joke. It needs to be torn down. Now, I think they should move to Connecticut. <laughs> Quick Connecticut note. Just, yeah, just move from the AL West to the fucking Connecticut and just travel Dude, across the Dude, why country. not have your own state to yourself? How many California teams are there? Okay, and what's the market in Connecticut? Everyone's either a Yankee fan or a Red Sox. Yeah, but okay, you're telling me if there weren't the like, Hartford see, Athletics, you wouldn't become a Hartford Athletics fan? And I mean, you said the market. Do you did you see the attendance at A's baseball games right now when they're in the first place? Yeah, but let's see. Let's see when they have a nice stadium. Like I don't. They're not getting. They've been trying to get in one. Get I, one for I like ten years. But this is a whole <laughs> separate Listen, hey, issue. Hey, 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 uh, Oakland Athletics. Fuck Billy it. Bean. 
You can come to Connecticut. Yeah, just build a new stadium. Just come here. here. And the yard guards have a good. We'll stadium. pay for your I stadium with that. all of our tax money. Yeah, and to Daniel Murphy, I don't know how the fuck we got here, but sorry. Yeah, sorry, pal. Yeah. So now we're moving on to a brand new segment we have. Uh, overrated, underrated. I'm gonna supply some names. You guys are gonna tell me whether or not you think they're overrated, underrated, or properly rated. So underrated segment, I would say. It's 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 it might be overrated. Yeah, we'll you think it's properly rated? It's an underrated argument about the overrated, underrated uh, segment. It's an overrated, <laughs> overrated matrix comparison. Yeah, my mind is lost right now. So anyway, first name I got, uh, Manny Machado. Do you guys Ooh. think overrated or underrated? Properly rated. Or, or properly, my bad. Properly, I, I'd say properly rated for Manny Machado. The only reason I would say properly rated is because we all assume he's going to get $400 million. Uh, he'd be overrated if uh, if you just look at his stats from... His overall career so far, he's having a good year this year. Last year, he didn't have a good year, and he was thought it's just because he came up along with Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, and he's been with those guys that he was expected to be on that level. And I don't know if Manny Machado has ever been on that level. Saying that, he's a fantastic player, and he should be deserved to get a lot of money, not Bryce Harper money. He should he should not be paid the same as Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is a game changer. I don't think Manny Machado is a top five player in this league like that. I agree, and uh, that's why I think he's overrated. I think Manny Machado gets a lot of love for not a lot of substance. I think he he's obviously supremely talented. He's he's got you know all the tools, but his career has never shown why he's a superstar. He's always been uh, he yeah he had a few good years, and this year included in that. But he's never been on a team where you're like they're going to win the World Series because of him. Like I feel like. The Yankees, people say they could win the World Series because Aaron Judge can carry them. I don't think anyone's saying the Dodgers can win because Machado can carry them. Mookie Betts can carry the, the Red Sox. Those are guys that he's thought of with. Like you said, he's not in that class. He in, didn't carry the Orioles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the Orioles did have a talented team. And when he's a shortstop, he's overrated. I have oh, to say that. 100%. He's, his defense is nowhere near where it was at third, I, at least in, in my you know humble opinion. But he's not the guy that people seem to think he is, and I think that public reception brings him down. Underrated Manny Machado. you underrated. Yeah. Really? Because one, one, he's going to get fucking paid this offseason. He's got two gold gloves at third. He's moving to shortstop, and I think he'll, I personally think, in a good amount of time, which is almost there, probably next year, he'll probably win another gold glove. In addition to the fact he's batting 300 with 29 home runs, he's a fucking star. He got, he got entire, uh, he got entire, um, what do you call it? Farm system traded for him, right? And they still want to sign him for a ton of money because he proves himself. Right. Manny Machado is underrated because you think he's overrated. <laughs> like the the way your perception is makes him goddamn matrix. We're, we're back. Makes to him it. under. It is true though. It depends how much. Like when he gets paid, is how we're gonna judge if he's overrated, or underrated, at least right. to an extent. Which yeah. kind of isn't fair to him. Right. But he's, he's making take the that most money. money so. Yeah, he's gonna take the most money he can get, which is. Completely understandable. I don't think he'll get the most money in free agency. No, that's Harper. Why, that's him. why I don't think he's overrated because he won't. He's not the highest guy. Now I have another one for you guys. Yeah. And, and this one, I think, is probably the most you know divisive player. The split opinion on him, David Price. What do you guys think? Of Ooh. Him? Ooh. That, see that one. That one is really tough because he's been on both sides of the spectrum for his entire career. Right now, David Price is underrated. When he signed with the Red Sox, he was overrated. 
when he was on the Rays, he was underrated. When he was on the Tigers, and when he was on the Blue Jays, he was overrated. When he was on that the was Tigers, a weird time. Yeah, it was it, like he's been through a lot. That was the David Price like midlife crisis in the major league stage, which wasn't all his fault. He got traded a bunch of times, but it was just weird seeing him in a Blue Jays uniform and a Tigers uniform. He's found a home with the Red Sox, and again, this comes back to how much money he's making. This year, this recently, he's been pitching so so well. Right. And he deserves to be put back in the conversation of at least properly rated, if not underrated. Again. I, I would say he's right where he should be. Maybe maybe leaning towards a little bit underrated because of what he's gone on to tear since the All-Star break. His lowest uh, ALERA of any starting pitcher. I think it's like a 1.12. He, he just shut down the Indians. So the only thing about him is you have the question marks about the big games. So where does that put him in that overrated, underrated? Because... The playoffs are obviously the end-all, be-all. You need your superstars to play like superstars in the playoffs. I got underrated for Price. Really? Yeah. Um, just because he's had a lot of bad clips, and people look at him worse off for it, but he's still very, very, very good. Now, that's a good point because he's a guy who his highs have been way yeah. high, and his lows have been super low, and especially in, in a city like Boston where – the fans are down ruthless. your throat. Yeah, ruthless. So he's uh, he put himself in a spot where he's going to have people looking at him. We need more from you. We need more yeah. from you. Like when he yeah. went to the bullpen and like everyone had like deflated attitudes like David Price sucks. Yeah, exactly. This isn't Toronto where everyone's just like, hey, hey, hey there. How are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, pal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's real life yeah, now. You're in a huge city that loves yeah. its sports yeah. you need best team in the league mind you yeah best second best pitcher and, third and, third best and now he's performing so i and the i guess the boston fans have him over or underrated because yeah of, that's what i'm saying yeah expect so much from him right we can have this conversation now in two months and all of our opinions can change right that but that, that's been the but that's, that's david been price, david price yeah. for his whole career exactly um i have another name and this one's just kind of off the cuff right here just thinking about it because we're we're talking about big contracts, um, what do you guys think of Robinson Cano? Ooh, a guy that's a who, good one. yeah, a guy who, when he's playing and not suspended for steroids, um, is has always been a great player. But first of all, age is becoming a problem, and secondly, he his numbers have slowly declined as he. I mean, and that could go hand in hand with his age, but he's still got a mammoth contract, and they need him to make the playoffs. So I'm gonna just start here and say I think. Robinson Cano is extremely overrated. Yeah. Even in when he was with the Yankees, I think he was very good. But I think because he was with the Yankees and people liked him, he made himself yeah. way higher than he was. It wasn't like he was a superstar. He was a, a very, very good player, all-star, no MVP, not an MVP candidate. Cano is overrated because Cano is overrated because he was gone for 80 games and Seattle was just fine. Also, also... Cano was supposed to be brought to Seattle to be the savior of Seattle. Which and he sort of was. He kind of was, but they're still 18 years without the playoffs. Yep. And I guess one player, you can't really blame for that. But when Cano got there, do you remember when we were all talking about that as he was a complete bust and he ended up having some good years? He had a good year last year. And this year, when he played, he had a good year. But when Cano first got to Seattle, we were talking about how miserable this contract could be. Yeah. His father would have to come to games, sit behind home plate because he couldn't yeah, hit, the, couldn't hit the ball. Yeah, yeah. That, it, that was Robinson Cano's life in Seattle. It was miserable. He 
publicly said that he was miserable when he got to Seattle. Right. Well, rains a lot in Seattle, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's could be the true. rain, could be the weather. We've, we've gone over this. They got a dome, so he doesn't have to worry about the rain. Yeah, but you know, you walk into the stadium. Yeah, it's it's a dreary day. You're kind of sad. Like no one likes going outside and just seeing a gray sky. You're like, come on, Mike Trout though. Can we just go to him real quick? Loves a great oh, sky. Loves the weather. <laughs> loves <laughs> loves a good cloud. He the cumulonimbus. Oh my god! Cloud. Absolutely. What if Mike Trout signs with Seattle just for the clouds? No, like he might. Signs he might. a huge deal as the weatherman. That's yeah. Mike Trout. Breaking would, news. Mike Trout to yeah. Seattle. Weather guy. I mean, he wouldn't do L.A. because it's always sunny, so he would have to go to somewhere like he'd go to New York, Seattle. Well, he, he, he can't yeah. go to uh, Philly either because it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Always sunny in Philly, yeah. except for Patty's Pub. Except for when it's not, which is like. 90% of the days. Hashtag just, ad. Yeah. Always true. sunny. Love, I love always sunny. No free ads. No free ads, but always sunny. You can get a mention. Um, so that's going to do it for the... No, we got, we got one more. Let's do Let's do Soto. All right, all right. Quick quick Soto. Yeah. Mark, overrated, underrated. Uh, Juan Soto, I'm going to say uh, right where he should be. Probably. Joe, underrated. He's been hated on too much lately. I I got him as overrated. He's batting 265 since the All-Star break. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, 19 years old, I'll take two. You're, t- you're tough on him. That's tough fine. on him. Yeah, he's my f- I need him to be the future yeah, of the Nationals for the next 10 years. So, that, right. That's a guy that just admitted that Bryce Harper's walking at the end of no, the year. No, he's not. I got I got so much money on Bryce Harper staying. You better not fucking walk. <laughs> I'll take I have a, Yeah, I got Mark to 50. I got a lot of shit talking that I've done over yeah. the past two years that Bryce Harper better stay or else I'm going to be in some trouble. I mean, you're going to get into it later, but you Dude, got some gambling stuff to figure yeah, out. Yeah, right? listen. Oh, yeah. No, that would be my one-minute opinion. The But also... um. Bryce posted a picture of his dog today. Wrigley hashtag. Because of his dog's ooh, name. Ooh. Oh, Tough. yikes. Hate to see that. Spin zone. Spin zone is hitting well for the Nationals. Loves him again. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's a big, big Davey Martinez. Spin zone. Guy. Dogs always die. And Wrigley isn't that important to him. Because if, if the dog was important, then he wouldn't have named it Wrigley. If you know? Wrigley Scott, dies. Nope. I just figured it out. If well, Wrigley dies, does Bryce Harper go well, to Wrigley? Wrigley is going to eventually die. It's why he named it Wrigley, because he doesn't really like Chicago. Spin zone. Right. He wanted wow. it to die. He wanted right. Wrigley to die. Right. Right. Like the Ivy. Okay. Hates dogs. Um, anyway, we're going to move to Spotlight. And yep. our, our Spotlight right here, um, probably the hottest team in the, in the Easily. game. Easily. Uh, gotta you know, be the salsa. Yeah. Gotta oh, be yeah. the salsa. MVPs and Maybe salsa. slow down a little, though. I'm tell the tell the viewers who we're talking about. Yeah, we are talking about the St. Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, okay, we're talking about the Cardinals. My bad. <laughs> I, I totally forgot. Um, so the Cardinals on a tear, I believe, since Mike Matheny got fired. I don't even know their manager's name. Mike I, Schilt. Schilt. Right. So they love Mike's. Love Mike's yeah. there. Huge. 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 They're hard on Mike's. Mike's yeah. hard. Hashtag ad. Ads. Keep going. Not yeah. no <laughs> no free ads. All so, right. St. Louis Cardinals though. Eight and two in their last ten. I, three games I, out of division. And are they in the wild card? They're number one, number wild, one card. wild card spot. So they went from, I think they were 500 when Matheny got fired, like I said. And now they're... I 51 think, and 51 they were. Yeah, and they're 18 games over 500, yeah. right? I believe if that's... So they got 71 wins now. So that right there is pretty much all you need to hear that. Like, oh, they've been pretty good. Yeah. And it they've made themselves relevant again. Yeah. Uh, revamped bullpen. And this is coming off a trade deadline where they... Did some very questionable things. Trading Tommy Pham was the first thing. Everyone was like, whoa, what is that? Harrison Bader stepped in. Now he's looking like Stay. Yeah. It, it, it really matters. What what made the difference for the St. Louis Cardinals from when they were at five? Besides the manager, which we already talked about. Right. Who, what players made the difference from 51 and 51? It, it's easy to say Matt Carpenter because he's been on an absolute tear lately. But they're, they're also, I mean, they have the best looking fans. Fair. We'll give that to Jake. Fair. He did win most handsome. 
But who besides Matt Carpenter has really stepped up for these guys? And it's been pitchers that I bet you don't know the names of. We've talked about Jack Flaherty a little bit. Stud. Bonafide stud. stud. But then you have guys that have stepped into spot start and haven't done that bad. John Gant has had a couple good starts. Yeah, Gant Domber. shut down the Nats recently. Domber. Gomber. Ponce de Leon. Yep. Mikolas. Mikolas yeah. is, is probably their ace right now. Which is fucking Which nuts. is nuts. Well, can we just talk about their injuries and their starting rotation, too? You have Waka goes down. Yeah. Martinez goes down. Wainwright, who... You is Martinez still will, down? Yeah. Say what you will about Wainwright. Um, he's a veteran. And, he's down for the year, though. And then we he's have another, another one that your boy Alex Reyes, who is going to be an all-star this he, year. Came back. <laughs> he was famous he, saying <laughs> that Alex Reyes is going to be an all-star Listen, this year. Listen, Alex came Reyes. Came back, got hurt again. I love you. You'll be fine. I'll see you next year, pal. All right? no. We'll do it together. I'll put them on my fantasy team. We'll do it together. <laughs> but these guys in the Cardinals that we've already talked about are changing the way they're changing the clubhouse. Really, it's all it's not the same Cardinals team that we're accustomed to, and it's not they're getting it done ways that they haven't really got it done before. I think. Now, can I just say one thing? Um, is it me or do the Cardinals have like random like random rookie every single year that does well? You talking about Bader? We're, well, I'm, I'm talking about Bader. I'm talking about even like Tyler O'Neill's been good, yeah. but. Flaherty's good. Flaherty's a stud. Michaelis isn't a rookie, but a, a guy that came yeah. out of nowhere. And then in years past, you have uh, Alesmi Diaz. De Young. Aledmus. De Young. Aledmus, whatever I said. I'm sorry. Um, they, it, who? Matt Adams, too. Munoz. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's it? I don't even know. Yario Munoz, who's not even like playing right now and is still a good player. So they, they have the Cardinals' farm system always produces. No matter what, their development is, is tremendous. So... It, what chance do they have of the division, and what chance do they have of the wild card going forward, do you guys think? I think either way, they make the playoffs. Okay. Because now we're so late in the game that, like, they have to. I think I'm going to make a lot of waves here, but I think that division, that last series is Cardinals-Cubs, the last week, the last week of the year. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, so, that last weekend, yeah. that, I think, is going to be for the division. And yeah. I think the Cardinals... No... Crazy. I think they're gonna do it. Also, they the, I those the two teams making it. Last those two year. teams fucking I mean, hate last each week. other. Those two teams fucking hate each other. That's yeah. why it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's why it's playoff pictures awesome. changed just because the cards got cards got hot at the right time. That's why I'm worried. Like, don't get off topic. I'm worried about the A's because they got hot early. Cardinals got hot late, and the only team that got hot late. Yeah, they took what the Nationals needed and did it for themselves. So we're counting the Brewers out. No, 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 no. no. Well, there's two wild card spots. Definitely and, and not. I think the Cubs. The Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers are probably going to be vying for that, along with the Phillies, Rockies, Rockies. even the Dodgers. But like, I, I'll give you this. So, this is what I was thinking about. I think that so St. Louis, Colorado, Milwaukee, all have seventy wins, but Phillies, Dodgers, don't. Phillies have sixty nine. Dodgers nice. have sixty seven. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Nats have zero. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Mets the, have negative. 40. The Mets have negative forty. But the. I think that it's going to be between those three teams, unless the Dodgers turn it on, which I don't think they will. And uh, yeah, I agree. Sticking to the NL Central, uh, let's say goodnight to the Pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, I mean, we, we spotlighted them. We said they made some good moves. And good for them for going for it. And I guess they kind of set themselves up for the future. But, I, I mean, come on, man. The reason, well, is well, the, the reason I say goodbye to the Pirates, though, is because they don't have, like, a – like players that I would think would push them across. Like if no, they had studs. If like, they had John Jaso with his pirate yeah. hair. <laughs> John the pirate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. No, they don't have the players to just yeah. all of a sudden go on around. They don't have their McCutcheon MVP kind of guy. Right. 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 Um, okay. But Matt Carpenter, is he going to win the MVP? Yes. No. See, I would say yes, but now I don't know. No, I'm, yes. I'm so sick of not knowing things. I want to sound smart. 
but every single week, baseball and just else, slaps yeah. me on the ass. Toss can up. Just, Such a toss up. Can I just say one thing, Joe? I don't think you've ever sounded smart in your entire life. Yeah. Uh, noted. But I still don't know things. I yeah, I guess which, not. Yeah, which would make you dumb. Baez <laughs> is my front runner. Uh, two Carpenter. is still Carpenter. Carpenter's, but he's slowed down. I I think. Wonder why I slowed down? Got hit on the hand. Saw that. I was watching right. a game. Got hit in the hand. Um, so I I'm gonna say Carpenter just because I think I said the Cardinals are gonna win that division. So and if they win that division, it has to go to their best player because the the NL is so wide open right now that. Any guy who has a late push is going to get it. So let me ask you this question. Bryce Harper's been batting 340 since the All-Star break. He's got 30 home runs on the year, and he's lifted his average from 212. He will not win the MVP. Lift, lifted his average from 212 to 260. If he raises his average another 10, 15 points, do you give it to him? Most no. walks, so if no, the Nats no, make the playoffs. The Nats would ha- unless they make the playoffs. If they made the playoffs, then yeah. But, but that's a great gonna... conversation oh, to have because it seems now— Let's talk about the NL Central a little bit more. We have Baez, and then in the NL West, we have Arenado, Freeman in the NL East. If one of these teams finishes with the best record, are we going to give it to the guy no. that's running for MVP? Yeah, I don't. I, I, think, I think so. I think if Arenado finishes the year, and they win the division, and they win like 93 games, and they're up there, and no one saw Colorado competing, Arenado's got to be in the conversation. Same thing with Carpenter, same thing with Freeman. But if Bryce hits... You know, five or six more home runs. Be, I mean, I'm just saying he's a viable option. I, I, you can't count him out. I know what you mean, but if Bryce Harper's hitting having, well, which he is. He's not having a Mike Trout season where he'll win. But he doesn't MVP have to be because the NL is not doesn't have an MVP candidate. But they have teams that are making that. Like I, they have players that are on teams that are making a difference in the playoff right. hunt. That's he's a that's long his shot. knock. I'll give he's you a that. long shot. His knock. Yeah, he's is a long that shot. The Nationals aren't he's, good. he's a long shot. But. So there's your weekly Bryce talk. Um, <laughs> we didn't talk about him last week, I don't think. Well, we took a week off. We took oh. a week off from Bryce. Yeah. We got to get Thank our fits God. now. <laughs> so it's been two weeks, also, because we took a week off from the show. True. All right. So there's your Bryce Harper. I hope you hated it, <laughs> like I do. Yeah, it's, I fucking hate him. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Going to the Cubs, Wrigley. Um. Anyway, uh, no. Uh, one minute. minute one one minute. minute. And Scaff has one this week, which yeah, is fucking I do. awesome. I Let's do. go. This is a message to all the gambling websites that I'm signed up for. My bookie, bet DSI, um, hashtag ad, no free ads. But it is that you need to stop sending mail to my house. <laughs> I am a 20-year-old man, and I live with my parents because I'm still in college. And when they, I get mail from my bookie, my mom immediately goes into therapist mode <laughs> and starts call, coming into my room at weird hours and just sitting down and be like, do you have a problem? I say, mom, no. See, now, I've known you long enough to know that you kind of do. I do. Well, forget about it. I'm fine getting rid of all my money on my bookie, <laughs> but I wish they would stop sending me mail. They're beating a dead horse. These, They're rubbing yeah. it in. I already have a problem. You're not getting me in anymore. <laughs> I'm so in. Yeah. All in. It's just a waste of an advertisement. Uh, it's a, Focus it's a, on somebody And I called my bookie's customer service, and I said, will you please stop sending things to my house? And they were like, yeah, no problem. What do they fucking do? Send things to my house. And then whatever they send. Betting sites, gambling sites, please stop sending things to my house. Joe. All right. uh, I'm actually going to go baseball for one minute opinion this week. I was watching a game. What's that? It had fantasy implications. Uh, Me and Mark were playing each other this week. So I was watching uh, the Tigers and the White Sox, which which is a game game. where I would never, ever watch if it meant anything to me. But it actually did. The Detroit Tigers lineup is the worst lineup I have ever seen in my entire life. I was watching on at bat because I'm poor and I don't have $60 to spend on out-of-market games. 
And as soon as I see the name pop up, it's someone like Al, uh, Alex, blah, blah, blah. Oh. There are Good. so many names, but here's the thing. There was two people batting above 220 on that team. Castellanos is good. Castellanos joke. and Victor Reyes, who's batting 228. Nice. That's and, such a fucking And Heimer joke, Candelero is dude. batting like 221. So there's maybe three. It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's irrelevant. Exactly. Detroit. Cubs. What? I mean, I mean Detroit. Detroit. What Cubs. are you doing? What is going on there? Rebuilding. I guess. But how <laughs> long is that going to take? Uh, yeah. Well, you don't know. They had the number one pick last Detroit, year. Detroit, bad economy. It's going, going bad. Detroit there. is in big trouble. It, yeah. And my opinion is... The Detroit Tigers are hosting the worst lineup in MLB history right now. Yeah, they are. It's not good. It's because Miggy's out, but Miggy isn't good either. So. No, he's not good anymore. Sorry. Mark, what do you got? Um, my one-minute opinion is on uh, football because I think football is just like everyone gets like super hyped up about it, and I'm here to make the boldest prediction ever. A lot of, I'm bold today. I feel it. It's hot my, takes. It's in my blood. It's hot. This, is, this one's like scorching hot. In 10 years... The football, National Football League, will be less popular than the MLB. NHL. No, and NBA. And NHL is going to stay like plateaued where it is right now. But the NFL is due to decline because of their stupid fucking rules. They're, they don't make hitting – like, you can't hit a guy. And, like, can we just understand that football is easily the most violent sport? Yeah. Like, you, you have to – the goal of it is to hurt, pretty much hurt the other guy. Like, let's not pussify a game that is not meant for pussies. Like, yeah, I think that the the out of the four major sports, the refs in the in National Football League are the worst. Yeah, it's not our job to talk about politics, but I mean, football. Just get it. Let let people hit people. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't care about anything else. I just want people to hit people. Yeah. Most, I feel like most football players know going in, like brain damage is like is is a thing. Like you, have I to would understand. go brain dead. For a hundred million, you are brain dead. I'm three quarters of the way there, but I if someone offered me a hundred million dollars, I would go brain dead like that. All right, okay, Joe, you're already brain dead. All right, listen, if you like the show, leave a review, five stars out of five stars. Call the voicemail line nine three six nine one six five, or my bad two zero three nine three six nine one six five. Also, visit thecalllookingshow.com if you want to see show notes, blogs, and upcoming videos coming soon. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. There we go. We'll see you next week. Don't get caught looking. Ain't no telling what I'm feeling. Beyond, hey, hey, I'm beyond all that fuck shit. Hey, hey, little mama, would you love? Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. All that eyes get so red. And what the hell is I must have done it up a dozen times Wonder if it's too late Should I go back and try to graduate Last better now than it was back then If I was them I wouldn't